One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 187. Today, we're getting super, super tactical, and I'm going to be sharing 12 of my favorite tools that I cannot run my business without. We're going to be talking marketing tools, design tools, podcasting tools, payroll tools, and even beyond my 12 tools that made the top list, there are a few bonus ones that I'll share as well. A quick reminder, don't forget to stay tuned until the end of the episode for the Small Biz Spotlight, where I'm having a conversation with a fellow small business owner. Okay, so let's get into my top 12 tools. Number one, I've got to start out with my favorite, that is Canva. I am someone who painstakingly taught myself Adobe Photoshop, Illustrator, and InDesign when I started my stationary business. There are still some things that I have to use those tools for, and they are great, so I pay for a subscription to Adobe Creative Cloud. But despite the fact that my Adobe subscription costs nearly five times what my Canva subscription costs, I still use Canva way, way, way more. Canva, for those of you who don't know, is an online tool that you can use to design just about anything. Social media graphics, email graphics, products, flyers, business cards, invites to your kid's half birthday party. I have done it all in Canva. And you can do all of this with a free account. You can actually get very, very far with a free account. I love how easy and intuitive it is to use Canva. I love all the templates. I love elements that you can play with. It really is easy to make things look good and on brand. And that is such a gift to small business owners. If you're not already using Canva, give it a try, really. Number two on the list is Gusto. So Gusto is the tool I use for payroll and it's great. It makes something that could be very complicated and painful very easy. I just go in every two weeks and enter the hours for each person per pay period and I approve it and submit it. That's all I have to do. Gusto debits my account, pays each person, direct deposit, deals with taxes. It is so, so easy. If you currently have or are planning to have a team, I cannot recommend it enough. They give me a link that gets you cash back if you sign up with them. It's an affiliate link. So if you're interested, check out my affiliate link at makinggoodpodcast.com slash gusto. That's G-U-S-T-O or at the link in the show notes. Okay, third on the list is a two-in-one, and this is Buzzsprout and Hello Audio. Okay, so I do a lot of podcasting every week for Making Good, this podcast, and every single weekday, Monday through Friday, there's a public there's a podcast that comes out in my membership program, Making Good Happen. So I do a lot of podcasting and need to have tools that work really well for me. And do I ever? I love both of the tools that I use for podcasting. Buzzsprout is what I use for the public podcast, the one that you're listening to right now. It is easy and intuitive to set up. And all I need to do each week is upload my podcast in Buzzsprout and it sends it out to all the podcast directories like Apple and Spotify, which deliver it to your app. 
Note that you do need to get this set up with places like Apple and Spotify and Google Podcasts, etc. In the beginning, when you set up your podcast so that it gets linked. But after you set it up once in the beginning, you're good to go every week. You just upload the one episode. I love the analytics. I love a lot of the different features. I love the interface. It's super easy to use and it is excellent. Okay, so the second option here, this is what I use for my private podcast. It's called Hello Audio. It's a bit more bare bones than Buzzsprout without all the bells and whistles, but at 1000% does the job. With Hello Audio, I can have a private podcast feed that you only get access to if you're a member of my membership program. So when people sign up for Making Good Happen, they automatically get an email invite to add the private podcast to their preferred podcast app. It is super quick and easy. Hello Audio is a relatively new and smallish business and their support team is super, super helpful and receptive. I am a big fan. Both Buzzsprout and Hello Audio are very affordable and I would recommend them to anyone. Okay, number four on my list is Zapier. So Zapier is a magical tool that in very untechnical terms, it basically helps other tools talk to each other. So to keep my business running, I have a lot of different tools, as you'll hear in this episode, and I want them to talk to each other automatically so I'm not doing things manually. For example, when someone signs up for a workshop via Zoom, I want them to be tagged in my email list with a specific tag. Rather than having to have me go and export a list from Zoom of all the registrations, then go upload that list into my email provider, and to do this every couple of days as new registrants come in, instead with Zapier, this happens automatically. Or when someone joins my membership program, I want them to receive a new member welcome email sequence and to get the private podcast delivered straight to their inbox. This means they're connecting my tool Thrivecart with my email tool and with Hello Audio for podcasting. In short, when you have multiple different online tools that you're using in your business, and often one of these will be your email provider, Xavier is going to be your friend. There's a free version that suits many folks just fine. Okay, tool number five is ChatGPT. I was not an early adopter of ChatGPT. In fact, in the beginning, I found myself getting very annoyed with all of the things that I heard everyone saying about it and all the things it could do in terms of marketing. I thought, how good can content really be if it's AI generated? Well, let me tell you, it can be pretty good. Now, I don't think that something like ChatGPT gets all the way there. I use ChatGPT to help me come up with content ideas, to help me outline content, and to an extent to sometimes create a first draft. But the final edit and the personal touch is always from me. It's like the world's most efficient, quick content marketing assistant. I could go on and on about ChatGPT and how to use it. But let me just say two things for any ChatGPT beginners who are willing to give it a shot after listening to this. Number one, you can get absolutely magical results from ChatGPT, but the quality of what you get out is going to be a direct result of the quality you put in. In other words, the better your prompt, the better your output. The better thing you type into the box in ChatGPT, the better of a result you will get. You can do some research on good ChatGPT prompts for marketing, but in general, give it as much context as you can about your business and your ideal customer before you ask it to do something, and be very specific about what kind of response you want it to give to you. So that is number one. Tip number two is to treat ChatGPT as a two-way conversation. So ChatGPT isn't meant to be treated the same way that you use something like Google search, where you just type something into the search bar and you get the response. I almost never use what I get first as a first line response from ChatGPT. Instead, I treat it like a conversation. I give feedback. I respond. I ask for changes. I tell it what I like and what I don't like. And the responses get better and better and more useful as the conversation goes on. So do not be afraid to go back and forth in a conversation. 
If you want more on ChatGPT, as you can tell, I'm pretty into it right now. I'd be happy to put together a full episode. Just send me a DM over on Instagram at Lauren Tilden. Okay, tool number six, Google Workspace. So this isn't the sexiest suggestion, but it is probably the one that I use the most. In fact, preparing this episode, I'm using Google Docs as I type in my thoughts. I use Google Mail, Google Sheets, Google Docs, and Google Drive religiously. They are super affordable and so effective. A pro tip for Google Drive, you can actually download an app onto your desktop so that it syncs your Google Drive to your computer's folders so you're not having to go into your browser every time you need to download or upload something. Okay, tool number seven is Slack. I love using Slack. I use it to communicate with my team. I use it as a membership platform for a community and making good happen. And I use it as part of a mastermind group I'm in. It cuts down on unnecessary email. I love the channel functionality so that we can organize different conversations and topics that we can go back and reference. I am a big fan of Slack. Tool number eight is Loom. So Loom is a tool you can use to record your screen, your voice, and even your video if you want. So I use it for a lot of things and primarily to record trainings for my team. Rather than expecting people to watch me do a process once and then memorize it, I record myself doing the task into a Loom video so that they can go back and watch it anytime they need a refresh. It saves so much time and questions and it is amazing for delegation. I also use it to record tutorials for my Making Good Happen members and I even use it to upload my videos instead of something like Vimeo. There's a free version I pay a low monthly fee for expanded storage. Tool number nine is focus at will. This is my all time favorite tool. I've been using this for about 10 years with no end in sight. In fact, I'm listening to it as I put together my thoughts for this episode. Focus at will has is music that is scientifically optimized for productivity. Typically it's instrumental or electronic music with a strong beat and lots of texture For some reason, it just gets me in the zone whenever I turn it on. It almost never fails, even on those days when my brain seems to be spinning in a thousand directions. I could not recommend this tool, Focus at Will, enough. I bought a lifetime membership a while ago. It is a monthly fee, but if you don't feel like paying, you can also Google Focus Music on YouTube. There is some great stuff out there that really does work and help get you in the zone. Tool number 10 is Notion. I love Notion. It's kind of like a mix between a project management tool or a task management tool and the notes app on your phone. Kind of hard to describe. I really think you should go check it out. You can do just about everything with a free version. I love having so much opportunity to use emojis. I find Notion to be best for storing and organizing resources and ideas and information. I also use it sometimes to visually lay things out. Although personally for me, it's never really stuck as a, pre- as a task manager. You can store things in there for your business, for your personal life, for just about anything. The possibilities are endless. Tool number 11 is Thrivecart. So Thrivecart is the tool that I use to process checkouts and payments for making good happen, for workshops, and for any other educational offering that I sell. I also use Thrivecart for my member portal for making good happen using their product called Thrivecart Learn. One of my favorite things about Thrivecart is that it's a one-time payment. Unlike most other tools on the market that do similar things... I paid for Thrivecart once and Thrivecart Learn once, and now I have forever access. That is pretty amazing. They are great tools at a great price. They have a few limitations, but for the most part, I've been super, super pleased with them. And if you want my promo code, my affiliate link to sign up or go check it out, you can go to makinggoodpodcast.com slash Thrivecart. 
Okay. Finally, last but very much not least, let's talk about email providers. And this is a three in one. (laughs) So spoiler alert, if you're new here, email is the best. It's one of the best things you can spend your marketing time on because it actually generates sales. So of course, we're going to talk about email tools. I'm lumping a few into one because I need multiple for my different businesses, but most people are just going to need one tool like this. So for e-commerce businesses who use Shopify, I really recommend that you choose Klaviyo. It's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O over everything else. It integrates really smartly with Shopify and you can do some cool stuff with your email marketing based on customer behavior. For example, sending a campaign to people who like a certain type of product or who haven't purchased in a certain number of days. Klaviyo is what I use for my retail shop, Station 7. I'm currently using MailChimp for Goodsheila, which is my stationary business, as well as for my podcast and for my membership. And it's been fine. But I'm in the process of switching to ConvertKit because I've been interested in for a while and they've just introduced some really awesome tools for newsletter growth through their creator program. So TBD on that, but I've heard great things. With email, the important thing is just to choose one and get going. Don't overthink it. Just start emailing so you can start to see those results coming in. So those are my top 12, but I cannot resist giving you some honorable mentions that didn't quite make my list for the top 12 for one reason or another, but that I do use and like. So here's a few more. First, of course, you need a website platform. So I use Shopify for Station 7, my retail store, and it's what I would recommend for most e-commerce brands. My stationery shop, Good Sheila, as well as my podcast and a few other websites I have are on Squarespace. I like both Shopify and Squarespace. If you're a service provider, you might also consider ShowIt, which is gorgeous. Next tool would be Xero. That's X-E-R-O. This is the tool that I use for bookkeeping. Bookkeeping to me just isn't that fun or exciting, but my business couldn't run without the business books being straight. So I definitely want to mention this. I've never had any trouble with Xero. I found it a lot more intuitive personally than QuickBooks. So there's that. Next tool would be Zoom. So I use Zoom every day. We have team meetings on Zoom. I I host almost all of the events for Making Good Happen, my membership inside of Zoom. And I do live workshops over Zoom. I host my live workshops webinar style. And in order to do that, I will upgrade my account for the month that I'm doing that live workshop for a plan that includes webinars. And then it goes back to the regular plan after that month that just has meetings. The next tool is Zencaster. That's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. This is probably going to be most interesting for anyone who currently has or wants to have a podcast, but I use Zencaster to record all of my podcast interviews. You can record video or just audio. And what I like about it is that I can record each audio track separately. That way, when we're editing, if, for example, all of a sudden my dog starts barking up a storm, I can just mute my track and you won't hear her barking in the background while the other person is talking. Next up is Calendly. Calendly is the tool that I use for scheduling things. So whether it's a one-on-one conversation with a client or it's a podcast interview with Calendly, I can just send them the link and they can find a time that works for them given my availability and their calendar. Next up is Planoly. This is a social media scheduling tool that I do use sometimes, although I will definitely say I don't use it consistently. But what I like most about Planoly is the ability to plan out your Instagram feed visually. It's really nice to be able to see how things are going to fit together. Finally, last on my list is Tezza, T-E-Z-Z-A. This is an app I use to edit photos and videos, and it does a lot of what other apps like this do. But the main thing I like about it that's different is that you can apply the same editing treatment to both photos and videos, which you can't do in a lot of other editing apps. They tend to just work on photos or videos. 
So that's why I like Tezza. So I'm going to have all of these tools in the show notes at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 187. So you can go check all of those out. But before I wrap up this episode, I do want to say one more thing. And that's this. There are a lot of tools out there. And for every tool I mentioned, there are tons of other options that do something similar. I just want to ultimately say what matters most is not the tool that you choose. It's the fact that you show up consistently to do the work. It's not the social media scheduler or the email tool or the project management tool. What matters is showing up. So don't let yourself get stuck over researching and over analyzing and overthinking which tools you need. Certainly take inspiration from the list that I shared and from others, but know that what makes your business great, what's going to make you able to meet your goals and see that success, however you define it, is you showing up consistently. Another thing I want to say about tools is that the best one for you is often going to be a gut decision. You can weigh the pros and cons. You can listen to my opinion about all of this stuff, but ultimately the best tool for you is going to be the one that you actually use. If when you try to use a piece of software or an app, it's too confusing to you or you just hate using it, to me, that'd be a good sign that it's not the right fit for you. So many of us, I'm raising my hand, sign up for and even pay for services and tools recommended by others, but we don't end up using them because they're just not a good fit for us and the way that our brains work or what feels good. So give yourself permission to make a short list of criteria of what you need a tool to do for you. Pick a few options in your budget and then ultimately select the one that intuitively feels best to you and is the most enjoyable to actually use. Okay, so I hope this was helpful. I would really love to hear from you. If you have a tool you want to recommend that has been super impactful in your business, DM me over on Instagram at Lauren Tilden. You can find the show notes from this episode at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 187. Okay, now it is time for the Small Biz Spotlight. And this week, we are getting to know Natalie Rankin of Visual Splat. Natalie's illustrations, which you can find on greeting cards, prints, stickers, and home goods are so fun and playful. It was such a joy to hear more about how her business came to be. Enjoy our conversation. Natalie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you. You have such a fun, playful, bright, colorful brand that is so up my alley. Um, so I'd love for you to introduce it to my audience. Tell me what, what is your business and how did you come to start it? Um, yeah, so my business is called Visual Splat, which is named for visual arts and splat was like an old nickname I had that I loved and <laughs> kept. <laughs> so it's really, you know, it's really a part of me, like definitely. Um, and I create like cute, funky digital illustrations and I print them on a variety of paper goods, home decor, and getting into some accessories now too. And I originally started it uh, when I was really bored at my day job. <laughs> um, I'm, and I was just shopping on Etsy for vintage cameras and I saw some really cute camera stickers and I love drawing my whole life and I saw these cute illustrations and I was like, oh, can I do that? <laughs> and it was, yeah, like I said, it was such a boring time in my life. I sort of needed something like to spark inspiration and that was it and I like learned how to make stickers I printed a few out I started an Etsy shop and it just went from there and that was in 2017 and then in 2020 you know when everything happened um, (laughs) 
I, you know, I changed it up a little bit. I started doing more than stickers. I officially named it Visual Splat and just started taking it, you know, more seriously. Yay. Amazing. And your stuff is so fun. Um, okay. So what is your favorite thing to do in your business? I'm guessing I know, but I'm going to let you tell me. <laughs> um, like very specifically, my favorite moments are like the first time I get to bring a design to life. So it's like I finished the drawing, I've got all the printing ready. And when I finally have it as a sticker card or magnet, I'm just like so excited, like when it works out, like you've seen me be like, here's a new like product I made. And I'm just so excited. So that's definitely my favorite. Yeah, it's so fun. And that's one of the fun things about the type of business you have. And I also like my good Sheila is similar. And that way <laughs> it's like you're designing things. And then there's there is this like, I guess, interim time between like you're hoping you know how it's going to turn out when you actually have it physically printed in your hand, but you don't always know. And then when you get it, it's like, ah, that's a really fun moment. I can relate to that. Um, What's the best seller for you? Uh, Definitely my custom pet portraits. Um, I do like stickers, magnets. I did a bunch of Christmas ornaments this year. So there are just a lot of proud pet parents out there. (laughs) And so those are definitely my number one seller. Amazing. They're so cute. What one piece of advice would you give to small business owners? Um, I would say like baby steps are important. Like you're always going to want to make more progress than you think you are. But, you know, every day that you're working on something that is making progress to your goals. I love that. Baby steps. What is working in your marketing right now? Being more personal, definitely like showing my face on camera. <laughs> that is, the, <laughs> which is not. No one wants fun. to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, <laughs> but it it works. Like my posts that I am in, even if I'm just like out of market, it gets way more attention and people are more engaged, and that's what makes you stand out. Because like this is my business, this is me. So that's mm-hmm. what makes it special. Mm-hmm. What is a favorite small business book, podcast resource, fill in the blank? Um, besides making good and making good happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the Proof to Product podcast because it's all like product business or product based businesses. So that's a good focus. Um, I like the book Stories That Stick. It's good for like marketing and writing. Um, I'm reading Everybody Writes right now from your book club and I'm really liking that and my favorite book for I think anyone can use it but especially creatives is I love big magic I think that's like the best yeah yeah (laughs) such a good one so many good ones we're gonna have this all linked in the show notes as well as the pet portraits and anything else that comes up from Natalie's business so check that stuff out um how do you approach doing good through your small business Um, I try to focus on like the individual, um, you know, when I'm like out of market and I see someone sort of like light up at one of my designs, um, I feel like, you know, they sort of feel seen because they're, Mm. you know, they're offbeat, they're kind of funky. So it's not for everyone. But when I know that someone's like connecting with it and I feel like I just put a little bright spot in their day and that's sort of, you know, the foundation for my business. Yeah. Stuff matters. The little, mm-hmm. the little things add up so much. 
Okay. I want to ask you a couple questions about being a member of Making Good Happen. I will say, if you end up joining Making Good Happen at some point, listener, if you end up playing trivia with us, because we play trivia every week, Natalie is like the MVP of our trivia team. She knows (laughs) everything about like any movie or film and a lot of music. What else do you know? You're like, you are definitely the MVP. So um, have you ever seen that gif? It's like, I have approximate knowledge of many things. That's me. <laughs> it's pretty knowledge. amazing. It is amazing. Um, but I'd love to know what made you join Making Good Happen in the first place? Um, I mean, running a business by yourself can be really lonely. And I mean, there's so many resources out there, but you don't know what's best and you get overwhelmed. So I joined, you know, for the community and also for like trusted resources and updated information. Um, but I'm definitely like an internet person. I love internet communities. And that was the number one thing that drew me in. Yeah, it's a really good community. This is kind of like, I may not put this in the interview, but what? how did you know that the community was good before you joined? Um, I, I mean, I think I found your podcast originally and just started looking into it and I really nothing like specific I really just went on yeah. intuition like <laughs> this <Yeah>. seems good <laughs> and you know as soon as you know as soon as I joined and I could see how, how like active everyone was in Slack I was like okay this is good <laughs> yay <laughs> what is your favorite part about being a member making it happen I um, mean, same thing, the community, like I'm checking the Slack every day and it's nice to have like a place you can talk about your ideas and just talk stuff out. Like it's nice to get feedback and just like be with people who get it. <laughs> they know mm-hmm. what you're going through. They know what you're working on. And of course, I love Trivia Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, like you said, there's like so many online communities and like different worlds you can be a part of different people you can learn from there's just so much out there so and a lot of it is you know it's a lot of it's great and it's for different people so who would you say making good happen is for like who is it best for um so something i thought of like in the interim now is another reason i was drawn to it is since like the basis of making good and making it happen is doing good in your business not just like being successful or making money so I think anyone that's using that as like a guiding principle, um, then it's definitely a good fit for them. And that's another reason why I knew that it would be like a good fit for me. Yeah. Amazing. Natalie, thank you so much for coming on here. Thank you for being a member. I am really excited to introduce you to everyone and for them to go check out all of your, like, like you say, quirky, fun, colorful, sometimes offbeat in the best way products. So We'll have that all linked in the show notes. But thank you so much for being here and um, looking forward to get this out into the world. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Hello to all the listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone else ready to have a custom pet portrait made? Go check out Natalie and her business at the links in the show notes at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 187. And you may have noticed, I actually forgot to ask Natalie in the episode where to find her. So you can go find her at Visual Splat on Instagram or at visualsplat.com. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful for your support. Here are three ways that you can give back to making good. 
First, I'd be honored if you'd leave a rating and review in your favorite podcast player and do not forget to subscribe and follow. Second, if you have a friend that you think would enjoy the podcast, you can send them the link. Today's episode is at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 187. And finally, take a screenshot of your podcast player while you're listening to the episode and tag me on social media at Lauren Tilden. I would love to cheer you on. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.